welcome to Bear With Me, the podcast. The place where you get our take on the world from a queer bear point of view. You can contact us by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and Instagram at podcastbearwithme. We're your hosts. I'm Stephen. And I'm Mark. And First welcome time. To, <laughs> I know. Welcome to our weekly yeah. quarantine Pose Drag Race update special. Yes. Or if anyone else wants to send in something you'd like us yeah. to talk about, by all means, please do. I remember when um, we said we'd never do a weekly one because we wouldn't have enough content. Oh, and we God, probably still don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> um, so, apologies and fuck ups. Yes, yeah, so apologies and fuck ups. So, my page of the week last week was Robin Born Center and. I couldn't for the life of me remember the name of the photographer that he's just done a load of work with. I thought it was Alex Wilfie, and it's not. It's Alex Whiteman, who is, is equally a talented photographer. This was your um, Instagram boy. Yes. The hot, yes. hunky, straight boy. tattooed straight boy. Yes. <laughs> um, and then there's a. I, like, I love you have a general note, and I'm so proud of this, and I don't think that statement is correct you put in the general notes. That is correct. I'd have gone with Stephen cleared out his email inbox. No, I can cope with something. All my (laughs) notifications. The only notifications that are still on are the Instagram ones because I've constantly got Instagram notifications. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. How much better does that feel? (laughs) I was bored. I was bored. (laughs) The only reason I've done it, I was bored. So yeah, I cleared out how many? Like twelve thousand emails. There was more. There must have been more than that by the time you came around to doing that. It was ridiculous. I just don't care enough to look at them. <laughs> then why not just go in and mark as red? <laughs> no, they're, they're all gone anyway, so it's fine. So yeah, what's been going on with you? Uh, well, much like you, I'm still working. So so we're we're both really lucky. We're in that situation mm-hmm. where we are still working. Um, nothing much. Shopping. Shopping for bits for most of the family. Yeah. Because if I've gone over to the office, it's easier for me to pick stuff mm-hmm. up and then leave it on doors and run away from them. Um, which is great because, you know, it's like, yay, I don't have to touch anyone. Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a great hugger, so it works really well for me. See, that's the one thing that I'm kind of starting to miss. Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> well, no, so my work wife. Number three uh-huh. is back at work, and my work husband is at work, and we're all <laughs> big huggers, and it's like we literally like slide our feet over and tap each other's feet. Do you not elbow bump? If you don't start nope, elbow bump, too close. Too close. Oh, too close. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, I have images of you in the shop with a mop mopping them. Oh, quickly <laughs> mop going. No, here's a hug. Honestly, it's, it's difficult, especially like on a mon- like on Monday, like Monday coming. Mm. Like all three of us are going to be working together, and generally, like we all, they two start at the same time. We just give each other like a big group hug, and it's like, nope, can't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you just need to mop. Just mop them. No. Um. <gasps> other news: you have Easter eggs when you come back. Oh, hurrah! Did you pick up some cheap ones in the sale? I did. So they were like, do you know the the big? I'm, I'm using my hands. That doesn't help. <laughs> um, but the ones that were like eight between eight and twelve pound, like the big candy yeah. So ones. the one, so the ones which were like the eggs, where the eggs are filled with the either like the bounty one was filled with the coconut. No, no, the other ones. No, right, yes. So it's like a big giant egg, and I think you get like two bars of chocolate and stuff. 
One pound yes. fifty. One pound fifty. Plus a fifteen percent discount. So yeah, you have eggs. But, but what you can't see is Stephen do this head bob at the same time when he's telling me this. I know. <laughs> Uh, I also love the fact that you finally got this bear flag to stay up. I know, right? It's literally. But I really, I really wish you die in it. Nope. <laughs> I know that it annoys you. I know that it annoys you, so I'm just gonna leave it. <laughs> so infuriating. Need to Right. <laughs> Pretty much. So you know, apart from news, you know, uh, COVID nineteen still happening. Yeah. No one's allowed out. We've extended it for another three yeah, weeks. Yeah, so another gonna... three weeks. We're going to keep going with our weekly podcast. If people hopefully yes, we have eight. Well, the good thing is it's probably going to last at least eight weeks, and there's eight episodes of Pause season two. Cut <laughs> <laughs> <Content>. it! <laughs> I know. Cut it! And we've still got Drag Race. Yes, and Drag <gasps> Celebrity Secret or whatever it's called in like two weeks' time it starts. I think. Yes. Also, I've got us a new movie to watch on uh-huh. Netflix uh, when it comes out. I think you'll have seen it because Alaska is in it. Oh, is this the one that she was um, talking about like six months ago? With the book, the book shop. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find out where it's gone because I saved. No, when you save the link for it. Yeah. Because it because it's on. It's showing as it's due for release on Netflix. Uh huh. But I can't. I think they brought a lot of things forward. Yeah, because um, it I was like um, August September that was supposed to be out. Yes, uh, Circus of Books. Yeah. It's called and it's coming on Wednesday. So, I, if you've got time, should we review that as well as pose and drag race for the next one? Yes. Um, so, what are my shifts? Yeah, I should be able to. So, if anyone wants to get on board, I think it's only an hour long. It's not a very long documentary. Yeah, but it'll give it give it just a little bit more content, seeing as we've no movies. Oh, did you watch the new episode of Riverdale? No, not yet. I've got it queued up to watch. So, um, this is episode 17 of this season, so I think we've still got another five episodes that I've not released the dates for yet. Well, because I think they were still filming. I don't See, think I thought they had done. Filming. I thought they had started filming the next season. Ah, so it's maybe sitting in post-production somewhere. Mm. Was it good? It was a musical. What's it based on this time? Is it as good as a carry musical? I thought it was better than a carry musical, but I didn't like the carry musical. It's based on Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Oh, so right, I need to go back and watch that. It's, it is, it's fun, it's campy. I don't really know that much about Hedwig and the Angry Inch. So some of the songs were a bit I, I didn't get, but it's uh-huh. maybe want to go and find out. Yes, it's it's a great little movie. I'll go and watch it. Yeah. I can't remember if Ewan McGregor's in it. No, Ewan McGregor was in The Velvet Goldmine. That's it. Right, so what do you yes. fancy doing first? Do you want to do pose or do you want to do drag race first? Um, well, we do pose first. Should we do pose first? Okay, yes. so as we said, we're going to review season two. So season two, episode one. Um... The category is... I can't remember what the episode was called. I don't think it has a name. They do all the episodes they, have a name they? at the beginning. I, I just can't remember what it is. So we're now into the 1990s. Yes. And has one of the probably strongest and most relevant opening sequences, especially to what's going on at the moment. Yeah. Um, as them visiting the effectively the mass grave. It is a mass grave, yeah. Um, in 
I can't remember what the island's called. I know it's New York, yeah. but it's it's not on New York Island no. itself, is it? It's it's of New York. But they're visiting the mass graves to go and see someone they know who'd passed. It's Traytel's boyfriend from season one. Boyfriend. And it's it's just a great impact to the start of a, a season to show you exactly what was going on. And it, it feels so relevant now. Yeah. Um, and then we build up through the episode. Yeah, so basically the episode, it start, so the whole season starts with Madonna's Vogue. Yeah, that doesn't help. That's, that's <laughs> a visual medium that you're using. They're trying to Vogue and you were so offbeat. But never mind. <laughs> very dare you. <laughs> so yeah, it started off with Vogue, so it's in the, uh, the 90s. It's when a lot of the HIV diagnoses are then... The ones that haven't died of it are kind of now going into AIDS diagnosis because their T-cells have went below a certain level. That's kind of mm-hmm. where we see Blanca. And it's the start of the, the ACT UP sort of riots, sit-ins... Mm-hmm. And all of that, so it's it's a hugely pivotal, pivotal if I can speak, moment in New York history and the gay history. And is it, is it? It didn't. The one thing I liked is there was a lot in this episode, so much in this episode, but it didn't feel like they were just throwing information at you. You're correct. It's not, and all and all of it is based around factual things. Yeah. Um. I mean. For me, a lot of a lot of the act up bit and how they show um, the characters working through reminds me of you. It's that sort of thing of, oh, you need to come and see this protest. This is not just about, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of oh, I'm a gay man. Why would I want to come to a protest with something with a lesbian? Yeah, and and, and seeing the community pull together. I mean, though not that it's the same, but up until a few years ago, I wasn't really on like the gay scene. I never went to Pride or anything, but then everything that happened at Pulse, I felt like I had to. So it's, it's that kind of thing where you're part of it but you don't kind of feel part of it or want to be part of it and then it's that shit, something's happened and that kind of pushes you on. Yeah, and it's, and it's I think that's exactly what, what you see happening in this mm-hmm. is people kind of who would maybe not necessarily come together starting to come together like all communities as yeah. soon as you push to that point we need to do it. What are you doing with your headphones? I don't know. It felt wet in my ear. Well, that's because you've. Well, that's because you've just had a shower. You maybe got water in your ears. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you people can hear me rolling my eyes. (laughs) Oh, they can. That's audible. (laughs) Um, So, so the obviously you know the the kind of serious moment through this one is um, the. Stop the church protest yeah. at St Patrick's Cathedral, um, which they they show in a very, I think how you see it imposed is very conservative to what actually happened, because gone and yeah. read it they had um, almost four thousand five hundred protests yeah. there with a hundred because they basically overtook the whole church, um, but there was a lot more the the groups were not as united around the decision as they make it look imposed yeah so because there was a lot of people going no no we're here to protest the the preacher slash vicar rather than the worshippers and it was yeah. it was never wanting to be in front of the worshippers mm-hmm. it was it was always about protesting the preacher and a lot of it was to do with protest um kind of preaching abstinence and that condoms weren't helping yeah because and, it was abstinence actually... only yeah and we see how well that works <laughs> yeah well exactly 
Um, and then obviously we start to see Angel's storyline yeah. develop in this one, where, where she's kind of casting for a model agency. And Ash, how how gorgeous did she look in that episode, though? She does. She always looks gorgeous, but she was stunning. Although I didn't like the dress she was wearing when she was walking. Uh, yeah, that, for the that ball. gold one. It just it. Oh, I I, don't, I didn't like it. No, I preferred the second person who walked in that particular runway with the no with a single sleeve. Yeah. Um, but it's again she runs afoul of the photographer who clocks her effectively. Yeah. Well, yeah. <coughs> it's not COVID. It's not COVID. I promise. Well, yeah, it's a dry, so... tickly cough. <laughs> um, yeah. So he he's seen her on the pier, so he knows who she is and like basically fetishizes her. Yeah, and and kind of forces her into a situation she doesn't want to. Yeah, she doesn't want to go into, and effectively takes new photos of her. This thing comes to light. And we get um, Blanca. Yes. Um, and, and Papi. Basically beating the photographer up, getting the photographer back. And it's it's that kind of emphasis, the, the, the pull back on the family and them being a family for each other. Mm. And then we get your character in pose. Uh-huh. <laughs> Electra. Uh-huh. <laughs> Suddenly coming into money. Yeah, which which we don't know where this is coming from yet at the moment, which is great. Yeah, so I've, you, you've seen season two. I've seen bits of season two. I right. haven't watched it so, all the way through. So do you know where? So no, I'm giving it a spoiler. So do you know where the money's coming from yet? No, I don't. Right. So all I'm going to say is that this is actually a really relevant episode because where she's getting her money from. I've literally been having a chat to a straight married guy around. The same things that she's getting the money from. I know that is very, very vague. It is vague, and I'm looking forward but... to when, when, when we get to it for you kind of opening up more about that. <laughs> so um... much fun. Um, but yeah, I I thought it was a really, really, really strong start. Because Electra's season. so Electra's left the house of Evangelista and she's gone back. Yeah, so she's back with abundance. The... I can't. It's the house yet. she. It's a house she annihilated last season, isn't it? Yeah. Who she's gone back so, to. She's not went back yet in episode one because the whole. Uh, no, because she's still at the house. She, when you the caller are through... not going to the protest. Yes, but then she's. At the end of the episode, you see her going through. She leaves the, she leaves the house. Oh, is, through... that, is that the end of episode one? That's the end of episode one. Because I've watched it. I have, but I've also watched episodes two, three, and four. <laughs> course you have <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do that so I, so I could focus yeah. on what I was talking I, about I tried, getting lost I in tried the story not, I tried not to but I was on my phone and it literally went to the next episode <laughs> so it's like um, yeah and, and we, got a, we got a great review from um, the Dairy Girl yes yeah who who's missing his daddy oh I know uh, with her matching longing looking out of the window pictures it's like a scene from Titanic <laughs> yeah, so with some magical editing and funny noises, um, everyone can hear his review of the episode. Yes. 
Hello Mark, hello Stephen, this is The Boy, aka Ginger3, aka Phil or Possible Dairy Girl. Thank you for taking on board a listener subscription and my own uh, input for re-watching uh, season 1 and season 2 of Pose. Both fantastic seasons and what a great um, show in general. Uh, I, I love Pose and I'm so glad that you have took this on board and uh, we're going to go through um, season 2 episode by episode. So my inputs from this episode, um, obviously we have a very moving scene at the start. So we have Blanca, Craytel, they're going to that burial site outside New York. Um, anybody that's died of HIV or just been put onto the mass grave in boxes, numerically numbered and backfilled with diggers. And it's it's quite, it's really graphic. Um, followed up as well then with Blanca going to the hospital and she's now tested as, as HIV positive. And again, you know, you're already starting off this series quite negatively, but really feeling for that character because, you know, she's such a big character in uh, season one of Pose and obviously she plays a big role throughout season two. Uh, which leads us then, obviously, uh, the doctor that uh, Blanca goes to is also Craytel's best friend. In this uh, season one, season two, she identifies as lesbian. And she leads Craytel to a group of people that are planning strikes in New York. Um, they then, as a house, as a group, you know, they have a massive strike in that cathedral in New York. And that's a really intense scene. Um, because at this point in time, the Catholic Church and other large organisations were trying to put negative input out there for condoms, that there was no prevention against HIV, that nothing was working, um, and, you know, didn't didn't really want... It's not almost as if they didn't want people to know there was things that was working, uh, nearly as if they wanted anybody that identified as LGBT plus just to die of this disease. Um, so, you know, that, that was the lengths that they were going to. They were going to prison over those strikes just to raise awareness. And then, of course, this episode really heavily features around Madonna's Vogue. So... I can only imagine at this point in time, Madonna's in her prime, you know, this song has come out and it's the feel-good equality song for marginalised communities, marginalised people of colour and LGBT status. And, you know, they are living it, they are loving it. And I can only compare it, I suppose, to Lady Gaga's Born This Way. Um... So yeah, you know, I can I can really see the glimmer of hope in their eyes, you know, even though obviously they're acting this out, but you can really see as, as people of colour in that LGBT community, you know, they finally found that the light is shining on them, like a white successful female artist is throwing light in their direction. Everybody wants to learn how to vogue, you know, this is this is gonna bring them to the foreground, it's gonna bring the the all the balls they have to the foreground. People's gonna to want to know them. So it's a big moment, you can really see it happening. And with Angel's modeling career in this episode as well, she's doing really well. She's in that amazing building in New York with those criddle windows. The photographer sadly takes it till a, a sinister side where he takes, you know, not a uh pornographic well no uh pr provocative images of her obviously with no clothes on and as we're led to believe at this point angel has not went through her transition um period so you know this this uh, photographer's taking advantage of a young girl um no one obviously her circumstance and she couldn't tell anybody um about what has happened and i feel that this relates very much to the harvey weinstein issues that are happening today um, or have happened, uh, which thankfully have got justice on. So a lot happens in this episode. There's some positives, there's, you know, there's some lows, um, very good acting from everybody. As you can tell, Electra is going to be my favourite character. And for listeners that haven't uh, already watched season two, keep an eye out for Candy. I'm not going to give any spoilers 
something happens to Candy in this uh, season and um, I just feel everybody's views on her will change as a character and uh, it's very well written season two. I have enjoyed it. Okay guys, thank you. Cheers, talk soon. Bye bye. Um, what we might do is, uh, hey Derry Girl, if you're listening and you want to maybe do the, the episode finale, we could maybe look at Lingry yes. Men and doing, yeah. have them in to review the last one. Or maybe lockdown will be over and we can fly over for the day. Oh, maybe they could. No, we could. Oh, we could. Yes. We could. Yes. I'm not drinking Guinness. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. I don't know why I ordered Guinness quite, that I'm, planet. Quite happy to do more Jaeger, not doing the Guinness. Nope, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> oh. Um. And then <laughs> COVID. Oh no, that was a thought, Jaeger. <laughs> Sorry, we shouldn't we shouldn't joke about these things. Um, and then obviously we're into Drag Race. Yeah, should we go into Drag Race? Do you have anything else to go for season one? Um, episode one of pause. No, no, nope. pretty much. I, it was good. I, I, I. It's one of these TV shows that's probably really important for any of the baby gays that don't know anything about like the AIDS epidemic and what that then kicked off because um, I've also recommended to what are you touching my beard there's something squelching can you hear is it picking up my beard Me yeah my beard. yes <laughs> yeah so um, imagine when you were clearing, cleaning up your headphones right and I could feel your fingers squinching around the headphone badge. <laughs> um yeah, so I think for like all the baby gays that don't really know anything about like the HIV AIDS epidemic, everything that happened in New York at the time, I think it's actually really, really good because it's it doesn't glamorise it. But You're correct, it doesn't But and it also, also doesn't keep it like that gritty reality either. It's that nice segue in between. It is, and it's also it's also much more important because it's not specifically Gay white history. No, that exactly. they're focusing on. It, it is. It is a. It, it's a, a, a marginal community. Yeah. Which often their history isn't recorded. Their stories are not told, and and that's why it's even more important. And credit to Ryan Murphy, who has employed the largest group of people of color and transgender cast and crew than any other TV show or movie. And, that's it. and oh, and obviously we f- we finished with Angel getting accepted on her modelling. Yes, of course she did. Oh, she's she's just gorgeous. I it, it's I love it. I mean, my other thing for pose is I love that it's dealing with these really vicious issues, but it it kind of puts a very rose tinted spin mm-hmm. a lot of the time on it. So something awful happens, yeah. But they show you the good and what is happening. Um. I've been. I was talking to the the dairy girl. Um, <laughs> the dairy girl. Yeah, the dairy girl. The shady, da- the shady um, dairy girl. Shady? Are you saying he's shady? <laughs> shady. <gasps> Did you see what he said to me when he was watering those plants? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I didn't see a thing. <laughs> I mean, I would. You you te- you telling me you didn't clock something? Are you telling would... me your 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 multiple eyed layers over social media? <laughs> things i would assume someone throwing shade i would assume that if he had thrown any shade that it would be more truth than shade <laughs> but i don't know what you're talking about very girl. Um, um, i did recommend him though to watch the normal heart 
which was the TV movie with Julia Roberts, the guy that plays Sheldon, the guy that played the Hulk, about right at the very beginning of the AIDS epidemic. It was written by Larry Kramer. Well, I don't know if I've seen that. It's so good. It's really, really, really good. Um, I had read... It started off the thing as a short story, and I think he put it into a book, and then he wrote the screenplay mm. just before he got really, really ill. Um, but it's all based... It's, it's all based on fact. It's like it's not like a, a dramatisation. It's all based on fact. And all these people and the doctors and the nurses that were trying to find a cure, get treatments and all that, it's really, really good. All these huge well, I... actors, like in a... It was a TV movie for, I think it was like ABC or something. Might be something I do for next week's movie, because we've already got I don't a, know where you can find it though. Week. Well, that's, I'll have a look to see if I yeah. can source it. Um, right, and then if you're not interested in the next section, you can probably forward 15 minutes or so. Yes. <laughs> um, drag race. Drag race. Season 12, episode really eight. Yes. So it's um, called Drip. Drip. Or as we'd like to know, now call it, Rue gets rid of another New York queen. Yes. Um, For no apparent reason than he's bored of them. Yep. So <laughs> it's based on, obviously, Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand bullshit called Goop. I kind of, I liked the mini challenge. So the mini challenge was they had to curate a box from, obviously, a sponsor. Um, for another duel and basically throw shade at them so I don't think we're going to get a reading challenge this year I think we'll still get a reading challenge I like the I like the bit where he kind of threw them under the bus for this a bit so he paired them up and you think they're going to throw shade at each other yes and then they weren't they were throwing shade at another pair yes which was good which was great um, and there was some great lines I did I did like the here Jan for your crocodile tears I know <laughs> It's almost like it was so cutthroat. I was like, wow. Um, But Gigi and Jackie won, and quite deservedly they won. Because they they were just on point. They were like, bang, 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 bang. And and Jackie's Jackie's funny. This is this is a bit. I think I don't think we got a fair representation of Jackie at Snatch Game. I think no. I think they've very much given her a bad edit there. Because to them, watch how well she does on this. Well, she's obviously quick and she can think on her feet. Yeah. Well, Jonathan Bennett had said on Race Chasers, and so did Danny Francesi yeah. when he was on Instagram Live. <laughs> both said that they cut a lot of Jackie out because Jackie was like full on Lisa Rena with like. Because Lisa is all about getting that product in, and that's what Jackie was doing. And they said it was brilliant, but it was cut out. Um, oh, speaking speaking of Instagram Live, um, one of our favourite um, podcast listeners was Instagram Living last night. Which one? Um, Victor- uh, Victoria. Jesus, that's not right. Virginia. <gasps> Virginia. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was. I, yeah, I said hi to her a little yeah, bit when I was at work. Yeah, yeah she was. So, so I spent half an hour watching her reply lipstick because it got bigger. And yes. <laughs> Did you see the final look though? <laughs> no, I'd fall asleep. <laughs> the, final, the final look was gorgeous. So you know the dress that you didn't particularly like in the video, the blue flowy yes. one. So she had kind of upcycled that, and she had cinched it all and everything. She looked gorgeous. So basically, what she'd done, she turned around and looking at it looked better. Yes. <laughs> there we go. As any good drag queen will do. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, it was fascinating. And I'd recommend anyone go and watch. Watch. It's just funny. I, 
I think it was the cat. Is there, I can't remember if it was the cat or the dog in the background. Just every so often, <laughs> I loved it because when we used to go to the cinema on a Saturday night before you uh-huh. got old and couldn't go out after eight. Um, on the tram home, she would always like when she was li- living in London. She would always be getting ready to go out to like host an event, and she'd be getting ready and making it. And I just like sitting there in the tram watching her get ready. And, and I mean, I know there's some of the other drag queens calling out, going, "Oh, don't do that! It's not fun." Satchel, do you know what? It's actually really interesting to watch. It is. And the, and good, the good thing is, our contents. She's always chatting away. It's not like she's just doing her makeup. Yeah. So it's it's decent <laughs> content. <laughs> she was chatting away with the lips. Yes. <laughs> um, don't know what it is about drag queens applying lipstick. Same face. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, back to drag race. Back to Drag Race. So, the guest judge this time round with Shaka Khan. Yes. She's been a judge before, hasn't she? No, I don't think she has. No, I thought they'd had her on before. She was good fun. I really enjoyed it. I don't think she understood where she was, though. I think she was out of it. This is why I think they've had her on before. Because I'm sure she was like that when she's been on before. Um, She was great fun as a judge I did thoroughly like it I think they've just got a drunk in the in the green room yeah. before she's come on I was right at the very beginning when we said tell me something that's good and she went loads of money like, <laughs> yes <laughs> like yeah okay right, you've you got, you got us <laughs> how much are you paying me to be here <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> um, so yeah so the, so the mini challenges have got through and then they have to do it's another Promote your own uh, yeah. brand. I hate product. these ones. At least it wasn't a Rue brand. No, you're correct. At least it wasn't a Rue brand. And it's it, some of them are hit and miss. I love the awful edit they were giving Jackie when she was recording it. Yes. Because you knew that was going to be good. But even when she was explaining it to them and they were trying to throw in all the shade yeah. it's like, no, no, you know this is going to work. It was, it was when she was sitting there, hand ready for the product. She was like, like can, can someone put the product? Working. <laughs> Here, um, and, and she was right. She was, she was, uh, she was funny. She, she's, she was on brand for a character as yeah. well. Um, and I also loved um, crystals. Yes, Chris. So I didn't like crystal again with it. Crystal is so growing on me. I think it, I think it was the face. I, 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 I was like Michelle. I didn't like the makeup, but she. She's that one which shows if you go and listen and you're clever about your tweaks, yes. you can still do what you're doing. But yeah, you can she's then... still doing that makeup, but it's refined. Um, and and she's hitting the point. And I love the fact that her product was something that annoys Rue. Yes. Or Rue keeps. Well, it's not so much annoys Rue, but Rue keeps mentioning it. Yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's one of those things he's fascinated with. It's like, well, what can I do? I'm just going to talk about a magic mullet. Yes, <laughs> with her, with her real hair. And this is I it. Know. And, and, I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> it was a brave choice. As it says, it's a hammering the mullet out on the desk. <laughs> I know, but but he, he hit he hit it perfectly because it's it is it's something that Rue is fascinated about. Whether it's a positive or a negative, there is a fascination for Rue. So why not have that in the foreground all the time? I would. <laughs> um. And I love no one once said, you used your own hair. I know. <laughs> um, and obviously, the other one to talk about was hiding the closet. <gasps> yes. I was... I felt that Crystal I... should have won. I'm with you. I feel Crystal should have won. I liked Heidi's because I feel it's... It, 
the problem is all of this Heidi comedy I think we've seen through the episodes yeah but the judges maybe haven't seen it in yeah. that way which is why I think it's the judges yeah they gave her the win um, although I did like the director was like you're funny when you're not being filmed <laughs> <laughs> in between takes you're awesome yeah do this do what you're yeah, doing exactly <laughs> um, and you know I, I Clunker wise, Jans was an absolute clunker. She didn't. Uh, what? She just yeah. She she didn't get it. So it was Gigi. Gigi's so terrific. But see the thing is, so I have a th- this theory about Gigi. So Gigi is coming across as very wholesome and positive and all that. And I think just as a person, that's who they are. Uh-huh. I think Gigi wanted her character to be that bitch. Yeah, and when you're used to someone being so wholesome and nice and helpful and congenial, to then switch it completely to being that bitch, it didn't really work. So the jokes didn't land. Yeah, she didn't have a hook though to get you into no, the jokes. Exactly. Whereas um, Jada Essence Hall, yes. so on point. Exactly. You know, that kind of, kind of very serious. But then you throw in a joke about yourself. Yes, exactly. To get them in, I, I did love Shaka Khan not knowing what American was. I know. <laughs> um, and then we we got to bottom two, so it was yes. Um, so Runaway was Black Wedding. Oh, which I I loved Crystal's look for this as well. Chris, it was the only one that actually she was the only one that put any thought into it because the rest all just oh, yeah. wore a black wedding dress. Really. And it's, um, I, I mean, I quite liked I quite liked Widow's makeup when she took the veil off. Yes. So my pro- my problem with the whole runway was the fact that they're told before they even get there they're not supposed to wear it all black and they're not supposed to wear it all white because it just flattens everything out. Uh-huh. So why do they then give them white challenges and black challenges? It's like because I they're... don't get it. No, I know. It... <laughs> Um, but again, this was the advantage to Crystals is because she was black and blue. Yes, and the, like, uh, the grey and everything all through it as well. Um, which was great. I mean, I loved Gigi's dress in this, I'm not going to lie. I that, absolutely that was, that loved was gorgeous. <laughs> and I think that's what kept her from it. out of the bottom. And I, and I loved them. Um, in all fairness, I did love Heidi's shoulders on her dress. I, didn't I loved like that, it. that. That solid wrap. I, but that, see, that was why I didn't like it, because it was solid. See if that was just, I don't know, like a black or a grey fur or mm. tulle or something, but it was just that too, it was too solid. Because when she walked up the, like, and up the runway, like, the first time, it just looked like she had a bit of cardboard stuck to her back. Well, I imagine that's what it is. Well, yeah, that's um, probably exactly what it is. But there was no um, movement to it. Um, and I did love um, Jada Resson's Hall's look as well. I love the the giant. I'm finally yeah. here, and I finally have the big ring. Although, I have to say, and it's not just because there's the whole controversy over the queen that shall not be named. I didn't like so the dress. Pie. Yes. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't like, like the dress. It's now the same silhouette week after week as after a week. Coralite, yeah, as a Coraline yeah. look earlier on. And I get that queens have the same silhouette, but... Because we're not getting to see her, we can't really... exactly. But her commercial fell flat as well, which was unusual. I thought hers would have worked. 
it was in my head and I know it's all being filmed and everything but in my head it's like oh my god this will be the perfect week to get rid of Sherry well this like, is it isn't it like, oh yeah it was filmed last year they can't really just do that <laughs> <laughs> I think it brought Jan back <laughs> so bottom two we've got uh, yeah. Jan and, and Widow Wendu I feel deserved. sorry for Widow I feel sorry for Widow because it was that episode where it's like and who should go home and I think because Jackie was first and Jackie went solely based on this week's yeah. challenge and I think that's the problem is, is I think Rue needs to be more direct in going how you've done through the competition yeah Who but then even then go? Widow probably would have been in the bottom two because she's been safe yeah she's only won that one challenge she is and then so so they were in the bottom um, and they were singing to This Is My Night which actually yes. Widow nailed this song doesn't, yeah. it doesn't yeah. I, I love Widow's performance in this and I feel sorry for Jan because I don't I, th- I think as soon as I heard the song it's like Jan's not going to yeah. win this it doesn't matter what she does because when it was Shaka Khan I was like oh we're going to actually get an upbeat song it's <clears> actually <throat> going to be good for Jan it's going to be high energy and it was like oh no it's a <laughs> it's a widow song park and um, park and twirl um, and I think I think Jan went wrong getting herself out of the dress she'd have been better to have stayed in that full dress yeah, because when, when you look at the edit there was a lot on Widow when she was trying to get out of the dress and and she, you know, and that mini dress she had on when she got out of it rode two times since she'd done her first kick. And it's like, oh, oh at least she had knickers talk. match. <laughs> <laughs> at least she wore black knickers. That's it's true. fine. <laughs> so yeah, um, Jan got eliminated. Oh, and it and it it does feel that it it does feel Rue was gunning for the New York Queens. Yeah, you know, it does feel. But when you look at it, like the New York Queens are pretty much exclusively won from season six, mm. almost exclusively won because Bianca, New York Queen, yep. then it was Violet who wasn't a New York Queen, then it was Bob, yep, then Sasha, then Aquaria, and it was Evie Oddly. So it was six seasons, four have been New York Queens. So I, I do think. It is maybe a contrived. We can't have a New York Queen win, which possibly. But then, isn't Sherry a New York Queen, and we think she's making top three, top, top four. four? Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, that that's that's it. anything else about Drag Race. I still haven't caught on talk to you. I know you sent us a um, link. I just didn't get. So I sent you a link, and Simon from Your Face the Sheep. Who should be doing another episode soon, we think. We feel they should. They're in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear what you're doing. <laughs> I'd love to know what they're getting up to. Well, why don't you message Simon and see if he wants to come on? <laughs> we could, yeah, absolutely. We'll see if we can get him on for a pose episode, maybe. Or a drag race episode. Yes. Um, I, I'm kind of looking forward to the celebrity one. I'm not sure how it's going I, to work. I think it looks hilarious because I think it's, I think giving three drag queens with three different looks the opportunity to make someone over, yeah, specifically to make them look like a drag queen, rather than a you know rather than we're oh we're trying to make you look pretty we're trying to make yeah. you um, and especially with the budget I think they've been given because it's, it's going to be like hilarious. a it's going to be like a super super makeover episode. <laughs> I know. I, I'm really hoping we get some some right clangers in it as well, though, because it's nothing better than when it doesn't work. Yes, but I, I just don't know how the format's going to be. I mean, what I would love is like episode one, you see all the 
the, the celebrities come out and do the runway as themselves no no as the queen but you don't get to know who they are episode one but you get all the queens talking about them and you get to see them from behind and stuff I can hear that stop it that is literally like it's like crackly it's like crunchy but yeah like you call them that yeah crunchy <laughs> yes yes it's a, it's a sounded crunchy um, but yeah I would like it like episode episode one you see them all on the the stage as the queens and you see the actual drag queens like showing them how to do their make stop it stop it <laughs> and you get to see all I the... can see that vein on your temple stop it <laughs> I get beaten up when you make noises so stop it I think you can only hear it in your headphones I don't think it's picking up on the mic oh no it'll pick up on the mic because I'll leave it in <laughs> anyway stop distracting me yeah so I'd like the first episode they're all on stage you don't get to know who they are and what are you doing I was going to move my leg do it god's sake <laughs> um, yeah you don't get to see who they are and then the next like four or five episodes is showing each individual queen their journey to becoming a drag queen Listen, because I think they've got female celebrities as well as male. Yeah, I think there's... I want to say it's two males, two females. I, so I, want, I want to know if they're going to make them do like a show at the end. Well, yeah, that's what I think. <clears throat> I think that's what it's going to be. Like, I don't think they're going to do like an elimination thing. I think it's just going to be, you know, their journey from non-queen to queen and then have like the runway at the end and then crown a winner. And then... I think that's it. Have we got anything else? No, that's it for Drag Race. No, that's it for Drag Race. So, Instagram. Yes. Well, before that, so, I watched a movie last night. I think you might enjoy it. Come on, then. It's called Time Trap. It's on Netflix. It just came on Netflix. I think it's number six on the UK list. It's. I only watched it because it literally came up on my phone as I was walking home. I was like, oh, I'm not tired. I may as well just watch something. So I watched it. The basis is that these group of teenagers go in looking for their professor in this cave. But time in the cave is at a different pace from outside the cave. And it's about them finding out that that's the case. And it's, I'm not explaining it well, but it's really interesting. It's all yes. right. I'm just adding it yeah. to my... I'm just adding, so it says, while, 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 while searching for the missing archaeology professor, a group of students discover a cave where time passes differently than it does on the surface. Um, so it sounds a bit like um, Narnia. No. 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 Um, but... Yeah, it's really, really, really good. The last sort of ten minutes are about. Uh, Is that how they wrap it up? Uh, no, they actually it wraps up really, really well, and they've wrapped it up to the point where they can make a new movie. Uh huh. Because it's definitely a straight to Netflix movie. It's not like a, a a movie movie. Like a movie that was supposed to be out in the cinema that's just came out is definitely a a made for TV movie. But it's it's actually really, really good. It's really interesting. So yeah, cool, I recommend that to my list. So yes, um, Instagram. Do you want to go first? Because you have three to choose from. I know I'm being like organised. Um, right, I'm going to go for. Um, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong. Um, Poikai. So it's P O U I underscore K Y. Uh, so it's a French two D animator, um, co-creator and promoter of Massive Parties. Um, but the animation style. I just love, and I sent you one from from this page. 
um, a few weeks ago. So it does kind of, it, it does a mixture of sketch art of yes. men, but but some of the recent sketch art is kind of um, chunky. Yes, guys, um, it's the way to do it. But there's a, a great little video clip, which is my favourite one, which is the um, you know the three muscle vests sitting down to go to, going down complaining that he'd been rejected by his friends because he's insta gay famous. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like oh, um, but I I I quite like the little animation style of it, yeah. and the blockiness of it. I think it's super cute. It's um, one of these artists where you can see the talent because looking at the other stuff that's not in that style he's very very talented but he stuff and the, and that he can market so well which is what I love I love I love a marketable piece of art um, there's, a, there's a one on his drop down which is um, Jim Queens which which I love which is it, it, it is it's, it's one of those um no, when you're like, okay, we need to take a picture, and, that, and your friends there trying to look cute for the picture, and then they walk off, and the last line is, "Remember to tag me in it." <laughs> <laughs> so, what's yours? So, mine is a dog Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> and it's called... we've not had one of those nope, for a while, nope. <laughs> and it's called Bert and Ted. Oh, one word, and they are the cutest two little dogs I've literally been following them since they were pups so I also follow um, Bert and Ted's doggy daddies uh huh no I do um, but they are just the cutest most mischievous expressive pups um, one of my favourite photos is like right down at the beginning it's like from 2018 where Ted's sitting in a flower pot and it's just the most adorable thing in the world. I can see one with a standing in the flower pot. It's just the one, it's just Ted. Oh no, there it is, I found it. It's, it's not as far down as I've gone. <laughs> that is that. Sit in the pot and look yeah. cute. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's all about the dogs. Although the one with the party hat's on. Yeah. It's really strange because they are quite young dogs but they look old. Yeah, so if you scroll back to the very first one when they were literally just pups. They're so teeny tiny. Yeah, they're so teeny tiny. I'm just in love with them. (laughs) I am. I would travel down to Wales just to see them. And their dads. Oh, yeah. But no, (laughs) definitely the dogs. So So, yeah, that's my page. Should we go through our future future plans of cancellations? (laughs) Yeah, well, not just cancellations now. I know. So we've got Davina, who is still still going yeah. ahead. So twenty third of May, twenty twenty. Uh, Bebash twenty three has been cancelled. Um, LA Pride has been cancelled. DC Pride has been cancelled. San Francisco Pride has been cancelled. Edinburgh Pride has been cancelled. Leeds Pride is still on. At the moment, um, um, Edinburgh yep. French has now been cancelled. So that can change. So that's now officially cancelled. Yes, um, I was right. Brighton Pride has been postponed. They are looking at other dates, the same as London Pride. Uh-huh. Um, Northern Pride, which is also holding UK Pride, which I didn't know, yeah. that has been cancelled. Because I had a wedding on the yes. Friday, and then we're doing that on the, that was the Saturday, and then Dublin Pride is rescheduled for September the twelfth. Yes. Oh well, that's a so, potential. Yeah. Um, what's happening with that wedding? Um, I think they've postponed it. Okay. 
Um, I, I think I think a lot a lot of the a lot of the ones where it's they've been offered another day. Yeah. Some of them are t- some of them are taking just a smaller ceremony, and then planning a party. Yeah. A, a party afterwards. I think it's it's it must be so difficult for something that you've been organised and saved saved to do, and and and. Well, that's it. one of my friends at work is supposed to be getting married next month, and that's been postponed until January. In the UK, January. or are they? No, UK. That's because because I have a few friends who are marrying abroad, uh-huh. and they, and obviously that's all gone to pop. But a lot of them, a lot of the holy companies are offering the same package. Yeah, as long if they, yeah, if they well, that's it. She, um, she was offered. Well, they were offered the same, the exact same package, and everything. But it had to either be, I think it was like January, which they've picked, or like next August, because it's a it's a beautiful venue, so it's like usually booked a year two yeah. years in advance. January is difficult for a wedding because it's everything's so bare. Yeah, and it's and it's especially if you've planned a spring or summer wedding and all of your colours and things are yes. based around that. I'm sure they will make it work. They will. Oh, she will. Right. Are we are we done? Yes, I think we are done. So again, if you if anyone wants to listen to pause with us, we're doing season two, episode two next week. Yes, uh, we are going to be bringing you our podcast weekly during the lockdown. So please, you know, come along, follow, like our pages and things. But we'll go into that. So please subscribe, review, and follow. Bear with me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Deezer, which and I you... still have no idea what this is. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> but we're on it. But your rugby mate wanted it on Deezer, so I put it on Deezer. <laughs> um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can contact the show by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and by Instagram at podcastbearwithme. You can follow myself on Instagram at sparkycub and you can follow me on just a hometown boy. And as we say, please drop in, if there's anything else you guys want us to talk about over the next two weeks, please drop some messages yes. and listen out for any of our additional podcasts we may try and throw out just to keep you on your feet. Yes. You ready? I am. Are you ready? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Thank you for thank you for listening to us. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you stopped. I didn't stop. You just stopped talking. <laughs> are you ready? Yes. God, that vein's going to explode. Oh, shut um, <laughs> thank you for li- right. Are you ready? Yes. Right. Thank, thank you for listening to us. Oh my god! And bear with me. What is wrong with you? <laughs> that was you that time. Do you want to try again? No. <laughs> no. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't. I don't want you to complain that I left you to do it on your own. But you did. <laughs> it's fine because you like me saying that I've got had the last word so there we go <laughs> <laughs>